Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Omaha is the city. Grow Omaha is the show. See what's happening in your city. Grow Omaha on 1110 KFAB. Well, good morning and welcome to the Grow Omaha show here on News Radio 1110 KFAB. I'm Jeff Beals, your co host from NAINP Dodge Commercial Real Estate. We're also brought to you by Nebraska Crossing Outlets. Later on this morning, it's going to be the quarterly call-in show. So uh, get ready. We do have a couple of th- segments to take care of before we get to that. But uh, probably around 925, we'll start taking calls for the quarterly call-in show. So if you have some questions on your mind, uh, get those ready. And uh, anything about Omaha Growth and Development, we'd love to take a stab at it. And uh, we'll have a little bit of fun doing that. This is the only show in the entire metro area dedicated to the growth and development of your favorite city. And it's now time to uh, introduce uh, my co-host, uh, Brad Williams, is in here today from ENA Consulting and Brad Williams Photography. Brad, how are you today? Doing great. How are you? Good. Good to have you here. We are uh, awaiting Trenton. Uh, it is Dundee Days uh, here in Dundee, which... Uh, is fun for everyone except those who uh, do shows here at KFAB because it was hard to get here uh, because of Dundee Days. And Trenton is out. Uh, I think Trenton might be out there sampling the uh, Dundee Day uh, uh, food and festivity. Pa- a pancake feed, I think. Yeah, the pancake line. So we just need to get him in here. Uh, get him in here for the show. But uh, there's so a lot of people out there already. It, Eight o'clock in the morning, yeah. eight thirty in the morning. There was a ton of people out there already. Yeah, it was really impressive how many people got out there early. But, uh, yeah, it looks like it was a good time, and, and if you're in the Dundee area, that would be probably a fun thing for you to do today. Stop by Dundee Days right um, outside KFAB on Underwood Avenue. Well, we're going to go straight into our economic development news of the week, which, as always, is brought to you by Eagle Mortgage Company. Uh, Eagle Mortgage Company is a 26-year-old firm here in Omaha that does a great job providing conventional FHA or VA home loans. They've been uh, uh, taking care of customers all throughout Nebraska and Iowa from their office near 114th and Dodge. And uh, they are very, very good about counseling you saying, okay, this is how the process works. They enjoy teaching you if you're a first-time home buyer or if you haven't bought a home for a long time and you're kind of confused by the process, no problem. Eagle Mortgage will take good care of you. Get pre-approved by meeting with one of their mortgage loan originators, and uh, that way you'll know exactly what you can afford if you are looking to buy a new house. Well, first up on the list, Brad, uh, Mutual of Omaha uh, has came out this week that uh, they may be looking for a new headquarters building. We first started hearing rumors of this about a year ago that um, they they have to, what I heard, and, and again, this is unsubstantiated uh, officially, but uh, what I heard is that they uh, have to do so much to bring their current buildings up to speed that it might be um, economical or make a lot of sense just to build a new one. But but that brings up a lot of issues. Where would it be? How close to the existing headquarters? What would it look? And, and if they do vacate part or all of the existing 
headquarters. What on earth would you do with that? Because you can't lose those buildings. They're so incredibly cool. Well, they uh, turned an old hospital or turning an old hospital into a apartments or condos so i'm sure they could do the same with those cool old buildings but. well yeah and, and and if the big mutual building ever became an apartment building the views would be great yeah uh but they'd have to keep that logo up there they'd have to keep the logo with the indian head and the big mutual of omaha because it's an icon in omaha the whole dome and the whole front of that building everyone recognizes that yeah maybe that could be a car maybe that could be a conference center or something or something or a museum <laughs> it'll be interesting to see the but good, you know, go, good go news ahead. for them is they do have a lot of land around there both with their own parking lots and then to the east east of uh, turner park well and you know the other interesting to think about okay they have that and um, as we've talked about on the show before around the surviving twin tower uh, construction i think is supposed to start fairly soon on a on an apartment building and a city-owned parking garage maybe even a hotel if i remember correctly and then they were saying immediately to the south of that where they tore out Oh, an old, um, uh, I think it was a... Strip mall with Mid- Little King and a yeah, liquor store. and a Middle Eastern restaurant and all that. Supposedly that's supposed to be earmarked for an office building. That could be it, possibly. And then the other thing is uh, if they want to go a little bit further uh, from the current headquarters, which probably wouldn't make sense since they put so much money into Midtown Crossing, but if they wanted to go a little further, are they a candidate for tearing down the library on Gene Leahy Mall and, and building an office building there? That'd be a little more surprising. Good morning, guys. Hey, how was the pancake feed? You know what? I love Dundee days. Once <laughs> a year, we decide that we can't get to the studio very easily. Barking dogs, runners. Children having fun. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I'm the Grinch. The, uh, it's definitely fun to try to find the studio by then. But anyway, I would tell you, this is Trenton Maggot, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for that kind introduction, Jeff. Oh, oh, we already introduced you. Okay, great. So anyway. When you weren't here. Okay, good point. A couple times a year, guys. <laughs> anyway, I would tell you that, that you know, if you look at the history of, of people that want to keep their buildings, QTAC Rock relocated into the Central Park Plaza for, you know, a couple of years. While well, that was under renovation. While they re- renovated the building at 16th and Farnham. Uh, rumor has it that, that Keywood has to redo the mechanical system at the Blackstone. And so they, they're going to relocate to the Gordman's space in, oh, no kidding. in uh, Xarban Village, I hear. For a year or so. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a while. So the question is, I can't see I can't see Mutual of Omaha abandoning Midtown Crossing. So do you build another building next door, renovate it, and lease it out? Or do you go somewhere for a couple of years, renovate, and move back in? That's a ton of people. And do you do it step by step? Or are they just trying to generate you know, more energy for their development plus with Ryan companies that East Campus Realty which is part of Mutual you know wants to develop that area around the Turner, the, the Park, Turner Park all the way to the to the interstate and so that is not an easy uh you know there's no easy solution for them to to stay where they are well and and, they're, they're, and, and you're talking about huge numbers of right. employees and so should you do you go build and then move out and tear it down and redevelop do you do you go build and then renovate and replace all the mechanical system and all you know make everything all the function you know all the obsolescence make it new and and fill it back up that i mean it's it'll be an issue you know you're talking about what a couple thousand employees or gosh i think it's more than that that. yeah yeah it's it's and and uh the the world herald article about it said that um they've added several hundred lately i didn't quite imagine midtown crossing without mutual (laughs) employees there they're they're creating their own uh yeah, conundrum. Yeah, it seems it seems awfully hard that they would want to walk away from that 
and and and, and employees probably love being around Midtown Crossing because it's a great development and there's so many lunch places. Well, it's not like you can you can build another building and turn it into residential or something. There's so much residential around there anyway. Yeah. I can't see that going residential. So you you keep them. You, you know, it's a it'll be fun to watch. Oh yeah, it'll be a fascinating process. And um, and I think a lot of people's jaws dropped when they saw that uh, in the paper. Was that yesterday or the day before that? That couple it, days now. Couple days ago. Yeah. Well, um, also um, uh, some news. It looks like uh, the city of Omaha wants to get a juvenile or justice center, and uh, there was talk about it. Should it go on the MUD site, which of course uh, raises the logical question of what would happen to MUD uh, if a justice center is built on the MUD site? Um, I just earlier this week, before that story broke, um, someone I can't remember who it was, but someone which said MUD to me. Site? Uh, the headquarters downtown. Really? And someone said to me, and that, so this is just a, someone said this to me, and it was in the back of my head that, hey, I heard MUD was looking at going to the ConAgra campus. And at the time, I'm like, oh, really? I wonder why. But And then, then a day or two later, I saw that story break that uh, either the city or the county is looking for that site, possibly for a juvenile uh, justice center. So that would be interesting to keep an eye on, too. Could there be a move there? Not that that is a big uh, employee move like a mutual of Omaha. Would Why don't be. we just put the juvenile justice center on the Conair campus? They have the view, <laughs> recreational activities. They could they could go play in the fountain. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great idea. A lot of people need to consult. Put it on an you. island like Alcatraz. A lot of people need to consult you, Trenton, because you are just yeah. full of good ideas. I don't ideas. know if we can swim that hundred hundred feet to the shore, <laughs> especially in the winter. All right, um, Nebraska Multi Sports Complex appears as if it is back on. Uh, it had stalled out for a while, but uh, the uh, organization has chosen a new general contractor, uh, J.E. Dunn, as the new contractor. Same as the old contractor. And it um, looks like they're going to be doing it in two phases. First phase could be open supposedly next summer. That would include the tennis, or rather the uh, soccer component, and then the tennis and swimming pool component, which include a large natatorium. Uh, allegedly would be open in 2019. Apparently they had a staff shakeup, um, got rid of a few people. So maybe the uh, the uh, uh, multi-sports complex looks like it's going forward. Well, I get the, I've got a lot of land for sale around there if anybody wants to be next door. I get that question all the time from real estate brokers, from landowners, um, everyone in the community. And, and it was it was never an off project. What The way that they're financing, it's a quasi-government entity that will actually own the facility you saw Mayor Doug Kindig on the news, maybe, and um, the, the entity that owns it will be, there's, there's two members from the city of La Vista and two members from uh, Sarpy County. And so because it's a, a, a public, you know, the, the public's not at risk as far as the bonds and stuff like that. There's no public money that, that the taxpayers have to pay back. But basically, um, they'll still get the turn back tax from Costco and the other retailers around there. Um but in order to do that, they had to go to public bid, so they'd have four contractors bid. And J.E. Dunn, who did some preliminary work and everything, um, was a successful uh, bidder. And they're negotiating their contract right now, and uh, it'll be great for that area. Because you're still, you know, they've talked about 1.2 million visits per year. And, uh, you know, with Costco there, there's a lot of things around there that, that will bring people in. But this will be the kind of the... The catalyst to really bring people there, you know, day and night. Well, it'll be a it'll be a massive uh, draw from uh, uh, around uh, the country 
kind of a tourism driver for the metro area. So we're excited about that project. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, take our first break of the morning. And when we come back, we're going to bring on Kurt Simon. He's the head of Metro, going to be talking about the new bus rapid transit system construction launching very soon. You're listening to Jeff Beals, Trenton Maggot, and Brad Williams on Grow Omaha. Later in the show, second half, we'll have the call in. So get those questions ready back in a moment on News Radio 1110 KFAB. This is Chris Baker. Teaching is easy. Just go see the video on my blog at kfab.com. And don't worry, we'll be blogging all weekend on the Chris Baker page. And welcome back to Grow Omaha. There is only a show dedicated to business expansion, real estate, and construction. Jeff Beals and Trenton Maggot at your service. We're joined by our good friend Brad Williams, who uh, is with ENA Consulting and uh, also, his own photography company, Brad Williams Photography, takes a lot of those great skyline shots that you see. Well, we're going to talk a little bit uh, before we get into our uh, calls here with Kurt Simon. He is the head of Metro, uh, which uh, formerly known as Metro Area Transit, uh, runs all of the buses in the town. And we're going to talk about bus rapid transit. Kurt, welcome back to the show. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to have you here. And uh, so this is really exciting. We, we, we talked to you a while back about the BRT when it was... Very, very early, but now we're sneaking up on the start of construction. We are. We're in final design phase now. Uh, we're probably going to start construction probably middle of spring next year. So we're shooting to try and get it up and running by late 2018. Welcome back, Kurt. You 30 years you've run Metro. The, the you ran the uh, what? What do we call? It? I can't even remember what we called it before. Metro Area Transit. Oh yeah, sure, Matt. That's right. That's good. You don't so, remember. So that. now you got Birch. Bus rapid transit. Yeah, except for uh, a last, uh, just within the last few days, though, you announced the official name for the BRT. It's not going to be BERT. It's not. It's going to be Orbit. Ernie? Orbit. Omaha Rapid Bus Transit. We kind of flipped it oh, around. I like it. I do like that, uh, yeah. The BRT is, is kind of an industry type of a term. Uh, we wanted something that Omaha could own. Uh, so with a lot of public input and our stakeholder committee and our employees, uh, we came up with Orbit. Uh, well, it makes sense because you're orbiting the city. You're... Yeah. Yeah, wow, and, you guys are clever. And orbit kind of makes you think moving fast. Certainly satellites move around the Earth rather fast. Yeah, we wanted something that would delineate the speed uh -huh. at which it's going to go. It's a, it's a high-quality high product that's going to go a lot faster than what we have out there today. So, so to, uh, first of all, uh, we'll get to the timeline here in a moment, but uh, give us a, a reminder, give everyone a reminder of what the BRT will look like, what it does, and, and the route that it will follow. Sure. It'll, the route will be on Dodge Street from West Rose down to 10th Street. Uh, it'll have 26 station pairs uh, that it'll serve. It, if people aren't familiar with bus rapid transit, it, it operates like rail. The stations are just that. They're stations. Uh, they're level boarding with prepaid ticketing. Uh, the bus pulls up. The doors open. You get on. You get off. Uh, so you don't have to stand in line at the fare box and slow things up. It, it utilizes uh, some modern technology that helps speed the bus up. It'll use, like, transit signal priority so that when the bus is approaching a uh, an intersection, maybe it'll hold that green light for five or ten seconds or so, give that bus an advantage to get through the intersection. So it's it's not some brand-new novel concept that we dreamed up. There are a number of bus rapid transit systems running throughout the United States. Um, one of our closest, I guess, competitors, you could call them, Kansas City, they have two bus rapid transit routes, uh, a streetcar and a, another bus rapid transit route that's coming online. So uh, we're really looking forward to bringing the product to Omaha. So these will look like the ones in Colorado with the, it'll have the gasket in the middle of them? 
or what, I don't know what you call that, but it's a, uh, it's a double. It's a double Articulated? Yeah, the there are there are articulated buses, so they have like that accordion in the middle. They'll be sixty foot, and we're going to power them with uh, compressed natural gas. Uh, our fleet today runs on diesel, so that's another nice change for the environment. So the buses will will they have advertising on them like the other buses, or they probably won't at least to start with. Uh, we like to establish the brand very clearly. Uh, we think that people can go to our website; they can see a picture of the bus. We think it's very a very modern-looking bus. Um, we don't really want to cloud the issue at this point in time with advertising. So we go, we go to the kiosk between West Roads and 10th Street. How many stops will there be? Well, the, there'll be 13 between between West Roads and downtown mm-hmm. on your inbound trip, and then 13 on your outbound trip. And so when when people come to one of these very modern bus stops, which I imagine compared to a, a traditional bus stop will be huge, um, there will be a computer kiosk where they buy the ticket, and then you said there won't be a line at the fare box when you enter the bus. What, do they just show a ticket, or do they have a scan thing or something like that that lets them on the bus? Yeah, the bus will have three doors. Uh, there'll probably be a number of different ways that you can get your ticket. You could probably get it at the station, obviously. Uh, we're looking at also mobile pay, so you could download that and have a mobile pay app, and smart card technology as well. Um, so the buses will likely have a validator where you would hold that up, and, uh, and then you would validate that ticket as you got on board. So you, could have a, you could have a season pass then, too. We haven't really gotten to that yet. Uh, we do offer a 30-day pass in our regular system. We're likely to carry that over and offer something like that here, too. And uh, and uh, Brad was showing us a photograph of uh, what they'll look like. Uh, Brad, can you pass that over so I could uh, take a Kurt's look seen at it. Yeah, yeah, Kurt's seen <laughs> it. Uh, but it looks like, uh, yeah, as Kurt described, sixty uh, foot buses, way longer than a normal bus, with the articulated, uh, flexible part in the middle, and uh, the logo is kind of a cool gray, black, orange, and white, and it looks pretty neat. Yeah, I just put that uh, image on the Grow Omaha Facebook page if anyone wants to look at it right now. Yeah, go go take a look at it. Thanks for doing that, Brad. But so uh, timing. Timing. Timing is everything. Um, as I said, we're in final design now. Uh, we're likely to be at a, probably about a 65% design phase, oh, mid to late October, uh, and then wrap that up. And, and that design phase will actually produce some construction-ready documents for us. And so we're looking to start construction as early as April or May next year. Okay. okay, so I should keep my bike till then. Well, you can always just take your bike on the bus. You know, all of our buses Perfect. have racks on the front, and in, the, in this particular bus, you'll be able to carry your bike on board and put it on. No way. And oh, it, yeah. and and with like you said, with the floor of the stops and the floor of the bus being at the same level, all of that becomes a lot easier. It does. And uh, so, uh, any chance that there will be BRTs on more than just the Dodge West Rose to Downtown corridor someday? That's orbits, Jeff. Well, we sure hope so. We think it. We think it's going to be very popular. Uh, the passenger projections are that it'll transport about twenty seven hundred people uh, opening day. Um, it's a much higher quality product than what we have out there today. So, yeah, we think it's just the beginning of a possible BRT system for Omaha, where maybe the next one's a, a crosstown north south line. Oh, okay. Well, cool. We'll keep an eye on that. And uh, Kurt, appreciate you joining us and uh, telling us about Orbit, and we're looking forward to seeing construction starting. Yeah, we are too. And People can go to rideorbit.com and read all about it. Uh, we have a nice video up there that you can see that uh, kind of tells you a little bit more about it. Rideorbit.com. Yes. Well, I appreciate it. We'll probably have you back on uh, once construction gets started. Just keep, keep us up to date with this. This will definitely be a big change in the Omaha transportation scene, and it will also be a big visual change 
for the uh, Dodge Street Corridor. It will. Uh, thanks, Kurt. Appreciate your leadership on thanks this. Thanks for having me, guys. Kurt Simon, head of Metro. When we come back, it's time. It's the call-in show. When we come back, we'll take uh, your answers, your comments. Brad Williams, Jeff Beals, Trenton Maggot here. You're listening to Grow Omaha, brought to you by NAI NP Dodge Commercial Real Estate and Nebraska Crossing on News Radio 1110 KFAB. This is Nebraska's news, weather, and traffic station. News Radio 1110 KFAB and KFAB.com, an iHeartRadio station. And welcome back to Grow Omaha, the area's only show dedicated to the growth and development of Omaha. I'm Jeff Beals, along with Trenton Maggot. We are with NAI NP Dodge Commercial Real Estate Company. That's Omaha's premier commercial real estate firm. And uh, we serve uh, all sorts of clients and all sorts of property types from our office at 129th and West Dodge Road. Stop by sometime. You can find us online at naimpdodge.com. That's naimpdodge.com. Also brought to you by Nebraska Crossing Outlets. Great day to go out shopping here. Beautiful weather and uh, beautiful deals always every time you go out to Nebraska Crossing Interstate 80, Highway 31 in suburban Gretna. Got Brad Williams here. Uh, He of Brad Williams Photography and also ENA Consulting Civil Engineering Firm based here in Omaha. Time to call now. We are opening up the phones for the rest of the show. 402-558-1110, 1-800-543-1110. Get those calls in here. Any question you have about a project or something that you'd like to talk about related to Omaha growth and development, that is game. Uh, guys, though, uh, it was uh, kind of a big economic development boon to the state of Nebraska earlier this week with the crazy eclipse. I mean, uh it was just amazing the number of people. Brad, you went out to Arnold, Nebraska. Yeah. What's that close to the Sandhills, isn't it? Uh, uh, yeah, it's just on the Omaha side of North Platte. Go to Gothenburg and then head north about an hour. Okay. Half hour. Is there a park there? Arnold's Park. <laughs> and then um, the the kids and my wife and my kids and I, we went to uh, Grand Island. I busted them out of school and because uh, I figured that this hasn't happened across the United States for 99 years. Busted the kids out of school. We went to Grand Island, Nebraska, and uh, took us just hours to get home. And uh, that just goes to show you there were so many people. And the thing, um, the kids were decided they wanted to, it was a long trip, it was kind of boring. So they started uh, tracking out-of-state license plates. And we decided from our anecdotal observation that by far the biggest contributors to the Nebraska economy because of Eclipse Day came from the state of Minnesota. Minnesota and Wisconsin. I saw yes. both of a lot of those. But, I mean, I saw plates from uh, Maine, Massachusetts, New York on the East Coast, and I saw California and Oregon from the West Coast, and a few from Texas, too. So they really came from everywhere. Those are diehards, man. Yeah. They said uh, the the official report's not going to come out for a couple of weeks, but anywhere between 100,000 and 500,000 people came to Nebraska to view the eclipse on Monday. Okay, so we had um, last week what David Brown was talking about, the, the stupidest question to the Chamber of Commerce and Beatrice was um, a guy calls up and says, you know, it would have it would have been a lot easier if you would have planned this for a Saturday than a Monday. <laughs> and the lady at the chamber at Beatrice Chamber of Commerce said, you know, sir, I can do a lot of things, but I, I can't change the universe. And and so um, I, I wonder about some of these cities, these smaller towns that have been planning this for a couple of years, and they didn't know whether to buy five thousand hot dogs or fifty thousand hot dogs. I wonder how they ended up. 
Well, and I mean, the the other thing, uh, Trenton, along those and same where can lines, I get those hot dogs? were the clouds, because Beatrice was one of the, the real national centers uh, of the eclipse excitement. But um, but Beatrice had fairly high cloud cover, and earlier in the morning, it was fairly significant. And you had Bill Nye, the science guy there, you had people from NASA, and, and originally we were, um, my family, we were originally going to go to Beatrice on Monday morning, but we did the last second audible and, and went to Grand Island because of cloudiness. And so, you know, what type of impact did it have? I mean, from what I understand, Beatrice was still inundated and probably had one of their greatest economic activity days ever. Did you try other different types of glasses? Because they're, they're, they were good glasses and not so good glasses. They're all supposedly um, certified, but... We we had a party at, at MP Dodge. I tried some people that got glasses that were not as clear as mine. Oh really? I yeah. I didn't know. Did that. you notice how hard those how hard it was to drive with those glasses on? Yeah, <laughs> tough. Really yeah. tough. Yeah, really tough. Almost blacked. It was almost blacked out. Yeah, especially during the eclipse. But even yeah. with clouds, though, if you stare up at it with the glasses on, it seemed like the clouds kind of went away. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you think about it. They have to get rid of a lot of light for you to to stare at the thing that sustains uh, human life. Well, that's what people were surprised in Omaha that it was still kind of light out. And I said, well, two percent of the sun is still really, really bright. Well, that's what that that's funny you say. I was so glad that we chose to leave town for it because um, it was still pretty much daylight until the very, very end when it finally covered it. And so I got to thinking about everyone back home in Omaha that uh, probably felt like they were getting a little bit ripped off because. What it, it was still daylight until there was absolutely zero sun showing. I've seen two partial eclipses, and then this was the first full one, and it is a million times better. The, the full totality is a million times better than the partial, and I would recommend that if you ever have the chance to go see one in person, that you make the drive because it's, it's a whole different experience. Yeah, and uh, I want to go touch on the economic development or the, the economic impact component of this discussion on Omaha. Omaha, as we just said, 98% of totality. But I tell you what, Omaha, I think, had a boon because of it because it was strategically in the way uh, for everyone that wanted to see it from the Dakotas, Miss, uh, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. In fact, I talked to two people that uh, do. Uh, lodging and hospitality work in the metro area. One person, actually my wife talked to them, and they run a BR, a bed and breakfast, and then I talked to another person at a hotel, and they said pretty much everyone in their facilities the night before the eclipse in Omaha were there for the eclipse. And um, so it was good, even though we weren't in the path of totality, to be along the way. So it was quite an economic impact. It's kind of like a Tyson fight. Like, you got to get to your seat before... It starts the old Tyson fights where they didn't know if he'd be knocked out in the first round or <laughs> yeah. his, his opponent. Well, it's funny because everyone was talking about the big fight this weekend. And, Tonight. Um, I, was, uh, I remembered when you and I were in college, your parents had a party for a Mike Tyson fight, and I was over there, and, and uh, it, was, it was all uh, every, you know, lots of buzz and excitement, and I think that was the one that lasted six seconds or something like that. Like people paid $5,000 for a seat in Vegas and yeah. like, didn't get to their seat before the fight was over. Boom, boom, guy hit the mat. Okay, party's over. People are paying $40 to get in a bar tonight to watch that. Oh, it's it's, I think it's $100 you buy it at home or something like that. Like this one, I, I'm not a huge... I, I We're talking about the McGregor, the yeah, MMA guy. Floyd Mayweather. And some people think it's going to last six seconds too, so... It might, I think... Uh, I'm not a big boxing fan, but I think it'll last either. multiple multiple rounds and... Um, this is four or $500 million <laughs> these guys are sharing. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. All right, let's take our last break. When we come back, get those calls in. We are still uh, uh, open. We got uh, one uh, caller 
up on the docket, but after that, it's all you. So uh, give us a call at 402-558-1110 or 1-800-543-1110. You're listening to Jeff Trenton and Brad Williams on Grow Omaha, uh, brought to you by Nebraska Crossing Outlets and NAINP Dodge. Back in a moment on News Radio 1110 KFAB. Forget Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. What about Muhammad Ali and Gorilla Monsoon? A video extracted from the annals of history and put on the Scott Voorhees page at kfab.com. And welcome back to Grow Omaha, the area's only show that's focused on the growth and development of your favorite city. Jeff Beals, Trenton Maggot, Brad Williams here. We're brought to you by NAI NP Dodge Commercial Real Estate and Nebraska Crossing Outlets. Hey, we got uh, annual art show today. If you're out and about today in West Omaha, don't forget to check out the eighth annual Woodworkers Art Show being held until uh, five o'clock today at Woodcraft uh, near 146th and Center. Local artists are exhibiting and selling handcrafted artworks, including furniture, cutting boards, carving, carving turned bowls, jewelry boxes, and pool cues. I've been there several times uh, when they have this uh, annual program. Very cool. There will even be a live chainsaw carving and a huge sawmill cutting up tree trunks which sounds a little intimidating woodcraft is a sponsor of our grow omaha minute and they are located one block south of center on 146th street it's the call-in show uh, we got our first caller up uh, steve you have a call about uh, 144th and stony brook hello steve hi good morning uh recently they tore down the old fantasy that was vacant for a long time the convenience store to 144th and stony brook do you yeah. know what's going in there? Yeah, last Trenton, you were going to say something. I, I, I heard there's a rumor that there's going to be a medical building there. Um, I've got a piece of ground uh, that's less expensive if anybody wants it uh, <laughs> over there in front of Super Saver that uh, would be a great uh, pad site for somebody. But but yeah, I heard a, a medical building. Uh, I've heard group, the exact group, same thing. Group bought yeah. it, and, and hopefully that'll be it, and then go back on the tax rolls. Yeah, so that that'll be that'll be good. And that area, you know, of course, had a big shot in the arm when the high V opened there a while back, and probably continued to there, grow. There was a huge rumor, and I, I, it sounds like it's not happening. But there was a talk that Menards was looking at that Kmart too, and that's that's the big thing that needs to be replaced. And and I don't know if that's real or not, but that's that's what I heard. Yeah, well, I, was, I was told it was too small for a Menards. They'd need the whole uh, strip. Take down Super, Super Saver. Yeah, yeah. But there's two different owners of that building. You know, Super Saver is a building on its own, different owner. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, and, and the, the rumor was for a while that the Super Saver was going to move 256 and Q to the old bag and save, but uh, that didn't happen because of the indoor trampoline thing. So who knows? But a lot of times those rumors are just that. Uh, Steve, we appreciate your call and appreciate your listening. A lot of times rumors are what people hope happens yeah. there, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and let's about, start this rumor and let's see if it happens. And about a third of the time, they actually kind of sort of happen. All right, Kevin, you're next up on uh, Grow Omaha. Good morning, Kevin. Hi, I was uh, just driving on I-680 on the north side of town at uh, 48th Street, and there's been a piece of ground there on the northeast corner that's been flattened out a couple of times, but now they've got mud uh, mud fencing, and they're moving a lot of ground to flatten that out. Um, do you guys know what might be going on in that corner? Well, I, I drove by that, um, as luck would have it, just a couple few days ago uh, because I've been wondering the same thing, and yet the for sale signs are still in place. 
And so I'm wondering, you know, it could be that they're they're doing that for a specific user or something, but I'm wondering if maybe that's just to get it ready for development because there's no sign of a coming soon and the for sale signs are are there. And and also interesting, Kevin, that you bring it up because for years I've always thought that actually would be a good good place for a, a corporate office. You know, sometimes those some companies like to have their office away from all the craziness, and or, or they like to have the trees and all there. That would be a great corporate site. That's on the northeast corner up on the hill, correct? Correct, yeah. And you they, know, they carved it out. They carved a part of that hill And it's been dirt literally since I was a little kid, I think. Yeah. Maybe someone just bought the dirt. Well, yeah, it's they, very possible. Could have been they could have bought the filter. And, and maybe there is, and we'll, we'll report back on the show, so keep listening, but... Okay. A lot of times, what happens is when when there's extra dirt and then there's a site that needs to be developed, the 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 people that have a site with dirt say, "Hey, if you you take the dirt for free and you flatten out my site so I can sell it for development, it's a pretty good trade." And that way, the people that need the dirt are close by and they don't have to travel as far, and it, it saves everybody money. Thank you for uh, your call and for listening, Kevin. Uh, we had one caller. Uh, she was a little bit bashful about coming on the air, and that's totally okay. She told Dennis, our our uh, super producer, that uh, she just wants to know what's going on with the grading taking place east of the Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas City Omaha branch in downtown Omaha. We believe that is for parking expansion. Um, new tenants have gone. The Fed doesn't use all that building. In fact, recently the United Way moved its uh, Omaha headquarters into that building, and so it's our understanding they need more parking um and so so that's what that's all about nothing too exciting no, not no skyscrapers there and then uh, next caller is uh, jan jan question about midtown hi jan hi yeah i had a question about the super saver grocery stores um they're also far out west uh, beyond where the bus company goes and i have to take moby to get anywhere and moby only goes as far out as bus buses do and only on the days when the buses run there well kurt's not here uh, anymore so i was wondering if so there'd be a super saver right here in town and uh, uh, like around 90th, 72nd, you know, like between Center and, uh, and uh, Maple or Center and Bondo. I think there might only be one Super Saver in yeah. Omaha, is there? Yeah, they're on out of Lincoln. Yeah. They're yeah. on out of Lincoln. It's a good, uh, it's good uh, grocery store group, and uh, we might have to ask them. Maybe we'll get them as a tenant. You know, I, I do think, I have, we know nothing about uh, Super Saver in Midtown, but uh, I do think that, uh, you know, there are other grocery stores that are actively looking at Midtown area. There's been such a concentration of development uh, in the area and, and, and a lot of activity and, and kind of resurgence. I think it's just a matter of time before you see more grocery stores in Midtown. I don't know if they can be always the really big format ones, though. Uh, because sometimes space is limited in, in that part of town. But, Jan, we appreciate you listening. Appreciate the yeah, call. Yeah, somebody I know swears by Super Savers being cheaper than all the other stores, and so it would be nice to have one like that here. All right. Thanks so much for listening. All right. Thank all right. Uh, we are going to uh, – we've got one more caller that we're just getting ready for. But before we do that, guys, I thought it was interesting this week. Um, we uh, we unveiled uh, the uh, Toyota possibly coming to Nebraska, one of 15 states, two weeks ago. Toyota Mazda. And uh, it, it kind of hit uh, a lot of the rest of the media just a couple days ago. I got a kick out of that. Uh, I think the, the World Herald's article said, first in the World Herald. And I was like, well, not exactly. We, we did talk about it two weeks ago. But nevertheless, uh, that uh, story is really capturing a lot of people's imaginations. And we are definitely going to keep an eye on that. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, probably a 1 in 15 chance, uh, which uh, you're, you're telling me I have a chance. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. All right. Um, we're going to take uh, – got another caller here that just came in. 
Uh, Doug has a question about 168th Street. Good morning, Doug, and welcome. Good morning, guys. Um, I live um, west of 168th and and Blondo, and, of course, 168th will be closing in March. And I'm just curious if you guys have any information on – if if 192nd and Blondo will receive some kind of a four-way stop or traffic light, because right now it's just impossible to get across there. And uh, it with schools and everything else using that road, there's got to be something done there. Uh, we appreciate you bringing that up, Doug. Yes, 168th Street, uh, big, uh, well overdue expansion project coming to that area. Um, and needed, but it'll be a tremendous inconvenience for the the time that's under construction. Don't know specifics about uh, any sort of remediation because of that. I think that's something where you would want to call perhaps a city council member or a county board member and express your concerns there. Or 444-5150 is the planning uh, department's uh, help desk, and uh, a lot of times they'll they'll get back to you. They'll always get back to you, but uh, they have those ideas. uh, And you're noticing, like, on the 84th and... Uh, between Frederick and Center, they're taking, they're doing a study to take out a, a, a light, and right now it's just a blinking yellow, and, and there's signs up saying that they're undergoing a study. So sometimes the, the traffic department goes and looks at that, and they'll put them in just as much as they'll take them out if, if necessary. Well, we appreciate yeah. you appreciate your call, Doug, and appreciate you listening. And I remember when they were building the West Hodge Expressway, they put up a lot of extra turn arrows and temporary uh, lights and signs. So. It, a lot of times they'll look at those things and they'll put up temporary uh, traffic control as needed. So, Well, I, as you may know, uh, we are uh, based here in downtown Dundee. That's where KFAB is located, and um, Dundee Days are going on this weekend. But also in Dundee, uh, we uh, received word that um, these the stalled Dundee Flats mixed-use project for 49th and Dodge Street resumes construction on Monday. And uh, that is on the southeast corner of 49th and Dodge. Real nice-looking rendering. Apartments upstairs, uh, a commercial tenant on the ground floor. There's been a construction trailer for some time, and some of our callers have said, what's going on there? I think they, I think they changed a few things and, and all that, but uh, that project resumes construction on Monday. We've got time for one last caller who just came in. Jim, go ahead. You're on the show. Hello. Hi there. Yeah, say we live in Florence, and we got we're gerrymandered so bad that the uh, councilman we got will not respond to anything. Uh, we've got uh, uh, just a terrible street out here that uh, the, this Rouser guy has uh, come out and lied about what he's going to do. Jim, I got to cut you off on there. We 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 get your question, but uh, we're pushed up against the end of the show. I'm going to give you the same advice we gave the other person. Call City Hall. Call your council member if you have any concern with that. That's probably the best we can do with you on this short Or a different city council member. Brad Williams, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. I always appreciate being here. All right. We'll do this again next quarter. You've been listening to Grow Omaha. I'm Jeff Beals. And I'm Trenton Maggot. We'll chat with you next week at 9 o'clock right here on News Radio 1110 KFAB. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.